Welcome to the Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Welcome to Voice America. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Variety Channel. I am your host, Melody Edmondson, and this is The Space of the Waste. We're going to take a little break this time and talk about something other than clothing, because I think it ties in very much to the apparel industry, which is um, interior design. We have a designer on the show today, and her name is Stephanie Gans. And I just want to remind everyone that if you have not seen all of the shows, you may go to www.voiceamerica.com and put the space of the waste on the record uh, line where it says, there's a line that says search, you put the space of the waste and my shows will pop up. And they're done by episodes, so you can catch up. Uh, also, if you're interested in seeing a visual of your body shape by waist placement, please go to my Pinterest boards under the name of the space of the waist and find your body shape by waist length. And today, as I said, we have Stephanie Gann. So Stephanie, welcome to the space of the waist. And only we're going to talk about interior design today. So as a designer, please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Stephanie Gans, Stephanie Stevens Gans, actually. Okay. And I've been designing for many, many years. I started as a textile designer, became a style director at very fabulous magazine. I um, then devoted myself truly to interior design. So everything sort of falls into each category. In other words, we're talking about how design of clothing affects design of a room. If you have beautiful fabrics that you wear every day, I can always tell how somebody's home is gonna look by the way they're dressed. It's really amazing. It really works every single time. Um, I, I agree with you. You know, if somebody comes in white jeans, white t-shirt, white sneakers, <laughs> and a fabulous belt, I know they want the whole house white. That's the way it's going to be. Maybe we're going to throw textures in, but it's going to be a white house. I mean, the walls are going to be white. And maybe she'll like something gray, like that jacket she threw over her shoulders. You know, so that's kind of the way it works out. Um, I love interior design because I love people. It's yes. been... Since the pandemic, it has been incredibly busy because people were in their homes so much that they wanted to fix everything in a different way. In other words, if you have a traditional house, they wanted to go modern. If they had modern, they wanted to throw some traditional pieces in. Yes. So it's been a curiosity. The, the other part of this is now people are becoming because of the delays with the deliveries of things, people are getting a little crazy at this point. So that's what we're dealing with now. However, yeah. let's get back to how it relates to 
um, skirts and tops and belts. Um, I had two favorite skirts in my whole life. One was a mattress skirt. The other one was a Paisley, which I adored. What was the first one? It was a madras. A madras. madras. Okay. Remember madras? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Of, of course I do. And one was paisley. Okay. Yeah. And madras is back. So what I'm doing is I'm putting, for some of my homes near um, the ocean, I'm putting madras, madras pillows. Yes. Bright colors on your white pillow, on your white sofa. Yeah. Um, so... Let's see, what else can I tell you about? The belt or like the accessories, like the exactly. lamps and the artwork and. Okay, so <laughs> the accessories I call the jewelry. Because yes, that's exactly what it is. Because if you have a room with nothing in it, except a bed, pillows, and a table, and maybe one unattractive lamp, you don't have really a very nice room. That's so right. you need a beautiful lamp, um, a nice candle, some books on your table, a place to put your glass. Um, you want your sheets to be fabulous, whether you love just white sheets or whether you want to go with sheets that are colorful. You mm -hmm. still want it all to coordinate with what you have going on in your living room. Yes. So accessories are, some people just hire me to do accessories only. Hmm. They have the yes. basics down, but they don't know what to do with it. They have the bed, exactly. and the bedspread, they, they and they have the couch, and they have the chairs, but then they, they don't know how to finish it. And they don't know how to do a bookcase. You know, some people. Yes. Just, yeah, you. Most people today uh, don't have as many books as they had in the past. So, on the shelves that we have, we're doing objects. So you have. A beautiful round with something flat. Um, we have lots of different vendors that we select from. I mix gold and silver all the time. Some people freak out about that. They come in and they say, I only want gold in my house or I only want silver. Okay. When you wear jewelry, you wear gold and silver probably together most days, or at least one arm is gold and one arm is silver. Um, I, yeah. I mix for sure, and my mother yeah. mixes, but other members of the family do not. <laughs> do not. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a chandelier, you know, it's oh, like yeah. endless. Yeah. And then there are. Uh, or chandeliers in my case. <laughs> I'm kind of. Many oh, chandeliers. I, I overdo things. I'm an overdoer. So. I see that one behind your head. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Pretty. It's yeah, there's pretty. one here and yeah. there's one in the other room. I, I'm, right. it's like my husband says, well, I guess you're just in one room at a time because that's what I told him. I'm only in one room at a time. At a time. Exactly. I even have one in my dressing room. I took a spare bedroom and made a closet out and a shoe closet out of what's supposed to be the bathroom and a closet out of what's supposed to be the room. And it was like another suite, but it's my, it's my dressing room. And I've got a chandelier in there too. That's, you know, <laughs> I put chandeliers in dressing rooms every day. I know. Really what it's you're fabulous. To you're supposed to look fabulous in there too. That's the right. Lighting, it gets you in the mood. The yes. Yeah. You get it's all you, about the lighting. You in when the you, mood. Yeah. When you have a living room, I've done this many times before. I do paint legends. I also do um, lighting, which 
which means that if you have a home and it's southeast or northeast or whatever, your lighting is going to be different than northwest or something else. So you have to sort of judge where you're going to put your lighting and what you're going to use on your walls. Okay. So I do that for people all the time. That's um, wonderful. And, the, and I always love lamp light much better than I like uh, down lights of any kind because it just makes people look beautiful. So that when you, even if you have um, a very cool looking home during the day, it can be very warm at night. So yes. it just depends. And everybody who comes into your home will look beautiful. Yeah. You have soft lighting. Yeah. It sets a mood for in the evening, I think. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about, yeah, go ahead. The other thing I wanted to hinge on that is dining room chairs and dining room. Okay. People are once again starting to have dinner parties. So I had a lady come in one day and she wanted uh, dining chairs and had a very sore bottom. So she had to try every dining chair in the entire space that I was I was in. Finally found the perfect chair for herself. And she <laughs> said, I want to be able to sit yeah. in this chair with my dining friends for at least two and a half, three hours. Yeah. Which nobody thinks about anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it's like Frank Lloyd Wright always said, it has to be beautiful. It doesn't matter if it's comfortable. I have the different philosophy. It has to always be comfortable. Always, always, always. You mm-hmm. have to have a comfortable seat. Mm-hmm. So once again, people, as I said, are dining. Um, mm-hmm. And it can be both. It can be beautiful and comfortable. I've got that. Of course it can. And that's exactly what we want to do. The other thing is um, I have many psychiatrists who come in and psychologists who okay. come in. They seem to be attracted to me for some reason. And um, I can see why. <laughs> and, her hair is fabulous, by the way. I'm not seeing it, but I've seen it on your pictures. Yeah. So what they do is they'll sit in the chair for a couple of hours, get up and walk around a little bit, sit back in the chair, walk around a little mm-hmm. bit until they find the perfect chair mm-hmm. for when their clients come to see them. So that's another thing. And the yes. colors, you know, I've been to uh, Shrink's offices and they really were pretty dilapidated. And I sat yeah. there the whole time redesigning the apartment. Yeah. We were designing yeah. the office and never yeah. heard a word they said. So it didn't very dull. The ones I've been are very dull. dull. So it didn't do me a whole lot of good. Yeah. <laughs> but you kept your mind busy. I did. Well, let's talk a little bit about styling since you, since, you know, clothes are styled. In fact, I've got a show coming up in June where I've got um, a couple of people actually going to be talking about styling clothes, styling clothes you already own and to look really fresh and aware of current dressing from designers or whatever, how to take your clothes that you have and style them and then when to know when you just have to let things go because they're just not not only are they not individualized and really proper or are they current or are they even timelessly elegant in order to hold on to it you know and I argue a lot with a friend of mine who's an interior well a designer I'm sorry I use 
uh, it dates me when I say interior design, but that's the word I use. Well, that's what it is. It I is call it that, but she likes to be called a designer. But anyway, uh, we argue a lot because as you can see, I have some 18th century pieces right. and I have lots of antiques that I've collected. And then at the same time, I've gotten rid of a lot of that because they were too large when I scaled down into my smaller retirement home. So I just sort of kept the best of the best, if I could, if it was some of the best of the best was too large and I had to let it go at auction, but otherwise I kept what I could. And then I've updated and bought some more modern pieces and mixed it in. And in my living room and kitchen is far more modern than the dining room I'm in, but, um, Anyway, she of course doesn't like what I've done at all, but uh, I well, do. I noticed. I noticed that you have behind you. You have mm -hmm. different kinds of things. The 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 console or the credenza almost looks modern. Yes, and then the other pieces look more transitional or traditional. Yeah, and I love it. I love yep. what you did. Yep. I love and that. These okay. chairs, uh, decorative craft is my table and my chairs, which I had yep. recovered to exactly. Actually, at the time, I had it recovered to um, be exactly the color that I had painted my my then kitchen, which was kind of a terra, not quite terracotta, more orange than pink because I like yeah. oranges and reds more than I like pink. Yeah. And uh, so when we moved to this house, we got a, a rug that matched the chairs perfectly. And then all of the accessories that I had in my formal, um, in my other former kitchen, which is where this table and chairs was, not my big dining room table and chairs I, I and sideboard I sent to auction. They were just too big for this house. And, but I took that, I had these chairs, which I was so excited. He found, as you see this kind of jester hat it has on it. I had, I have a collection. Well, my husband actually had the collection. And then I added to his collection of tarot cards from all over the world that I had framed. And they're in my entry hall here, whereas in my bigger house, when I first retired, we, got, we went from 4,200 square feet out here, you know, starting out at 8,500 in Connecticut yeah. to 6,500 in California to 4,200. We thought that'd be small enough, but you know what? It's still too much house for two people. Oh, I know. 365 days a year. And so, and we had 14 acres and, you know, all of this stuff outside. So I just said, you know, John, it's just too much. Yeah. It's just at this age, I don't want to entertain like that or have company like that. So I know you're much younger and you still do that, but I don't. So I, so we scaled way down to 1800 square feet and I really like it, but you can imagine what I had to get rid of and oh, yeah. how many yeah. things I cried over, but that's all done now. And I'm happy, but all my tarot cards are now in the entry hall. But what I loved about the room that I had is the jester on one of the paintings had yeah, exactly like that. Lay that jester hat. So when he found these chairs at Decorative Craft, I said, I'm get them and get the table to go with. That's my kitchen. <laughs> and it yeah, was yeah. fabulous because I had the kitchen family room there all done yeah. this way with tarot and all of that. Mm -hmm. But I did have leather you know, uh, restoration hardware, sofas and right. uh, bronze tables, uh, you know, very geometric bronze tables from uh, uh, 
uh, restoration hardware. But again, my my friend, sorry, Martha, but she did not care for how I did that house either because uh, well, that's okay. You know, it's a mix, and she doesn't. I have to tell you, I she mixes differently than I do. Exactly, that's the whole idea, and that's what it's your house. It's not her house. As a designer, I have to go by what you like, what makes you comfortable, what makes you happy. I mean, unless it's really hideous, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> unless it's really bad, I will not. And I only say at that point, I will say, well, have I you think tried? we can do a little better. Yes. That's all I say. And that would because be, think, that's what she know, hired. That that's nice who they, thing. yeah, that's they why they hire you. you. Yes. Exactly. They don't want it to look ridiculous. And sometimes we do come up with ideas. I mean, I have, and my husband hasn't liked them, but you know, that's okay. That's too bad. You know? Well, the other thing I wanted to mention is rugs, because yeah. I now work for a company called Safavia, as you know. Oh, I love their rugs. Yes. Yeah. And uh, before I started here, I really knew something about rugs, but I have learned incredibly, uh, incredibly about rugs since I've been here and yes. it completes a room. If I see a room yes. without a rug, I think mm -hmm. that it is not as beautiful as it should be. It mm -hmm. really has to have a rug, whether it is an ushaka, um, um, which is a rug that is a design that was created in Turkey and now it's made in India or in China mm -hmm. or a, a modern rug. And, and what's it called? A modern rug. It's called the Tiffany Collection. Mono. And then there's Ushak, which is the one I was just talking about before. The Ushak Collection. How do you spell that? O-S-H-A. Ushak. Okay. Okay. When and I'm ready then, to buy new rugs, I'm going to call you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Good. And then. There are overdyes, which are probably very, very popular right now because overdyes are rugs that are either old or new that have been dyed, washed, dyed, washed, and all these amazing colors come out. Mm -hmm. and they just I, really look they're new looking. I think they're very fresh looking, personally. Yeah. 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 Very I have fresh. seen them, and I have some friends that have them, and I, I think it really, really adds pretty. a freshness to the room. Yeah. And a, I'm with you. I like a rug too. And the uh, other thing that I wanted to add is that um, curved sofas, curved sectionals, curved pieces are in again. Yes. People love them. I love I've them too. People come in and say, I want something a little bit different. I don't want the regular squared mm -hmm. off sofa or squared off uh, mm -hmm. sectional. I want curves. So Thayer Coggin is a good company for that, or Bernhardt is a good company for what was the first one? Bernhardt and who? Thayer Coggin. T-H-A-Y-E-R Coggin. C-O-G-G-I-N. Thayer Coggin. Okay. Is that from the Netherlands? No. It, they were created in the 50s by, um, um, by a group of like the Eames, Ray Eames. Okay. A group of people. And okay. I, I love curved sofas. I think they're, they're fabulous. Beautiful. And they're cozy. They do take up a lot of room, however. They so do. Have have, have but they're great for conversation also because you can see more people. Like a round table I like also. Yeah. Um, because you can round. see everybody. And yeah. 
talk and sit there for the three hours. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why you're enjoying whatever yes. that you're eating. So tell me a little more about styling, because I really want to know what you think. What are some of your favorite ways? Say if a person is really more uh, traditional okay. uh, or transitional, transitional, uh, how do you see modernizing that to look at? Okay. And I know it depends on their colors and all, but let's say this person's a little more open to color. So right. you get somebody that's not, not so gray, white, beige. Right, right. So what I would do is I would, I would probably have them um, look at a book. There's a designer, and I've done a couple of books as well, but there's a designer named Daryl Carter who is based in uh, Washington, D.C., and he has done books that show very traditional rooms, let's say a Rothko painting. Okay. Which I like, immediately like it. makes it look and then everything is clean. Everything is cleaned up. It's kind of like the, the lamps have a clean look about them. Mm -hmm. The uh, bookcases are, the books are lined up perfectly. Um, yes, I'm getting the picture. Everything is imperfect so that it has that look of a modern room, but it's all done with mm -hmm. traditional pieces. Yes. With the exception of maybe a Rothko or mm -hmm a very modern painting, let's say. Yes. So that's a good way of doing it. Or I've done also, I've just recently completed a home in upstate New York that was totally French traditional. And the new lady of the home wanted to be more modern, keeping some of the pieces. So we did it all through paint. Every room is a shade of, blue or soft beige. So it's blues and soft beiges that relate back to traditional oriental rugs. Yes. That relate back to the sofa she has, which is an which is sort of a tan beige mm -hmm. look. And then it has a more modern look. The picture yes. I want it. And then we painted, like we just painted the fireplace. We painted that white, we painted the entryway. We're using uh, Philip Jeffrey's papers on the, yes. uh, the walls in the entryway. I love their wallpaper. Yeah, love it. And um, so it just looks like a new house. Yeah. A totally new house. They have, um, they had so many things that were painted dark colors. So we lightened everything up. Everything is light and bright, but it's not all white. It's blues and it's beiges and it's yeah. darker blues, but they all flow together. Yes. And then I we like change, then we changed the chandeliers and we changed the, all the fixtures and made them in between modern and traditional. So they go both ways. Okay. What else can I tell you? There's lots of new um, light fixtures. I think they are so just many There's so many ways to go. Yeah. Yeah, I lost on that battle. I, I actually had ordered some more modern light fixtures for this house thinking because my um, my taste has changed some and I wanted to kind of, if he wanted to stay 
you know, late 1867-ish and then move into the 90. I thought, well, let's do deco type lights <laughs> and more square and round furniture and do it that way and clean it up. And then my concept was uh, I do some, I do abstract art and I have a lot of it, but I also love um, surrealism. So I said, let's just get rid of all of this artwork and sell it at auction and let's get surrealism, you know, be very interesting and be more modern looking, you know, and do that, you know, but anyway, I got shot down on that one too. So <laughs> that's okay. John, John, if he had it to do over, he would have been an architect instead of a CEO of retail women's clothing stores. He would have been an architect and he would have been into design because he loves all of that. And he's very much part of the decisions around here. So if he doesn't like it, it doesn't get done. We have to get two for one. <laughs> well, tell me, how do you encourage your clients to make some bolder choices if they're in a comfort zone that they don't want to leave? Well, most of the time they're ready to leave. I have okay. to say, when they, they wouldn't see have... me, yeah, they, yeah, they want to be freshened up. They'll come in and they'll say, "I have this, 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 and this," but I want freshening. I never ever tell a client they have to throw away grandma's desk or grandma's um, dresser or something like that will we'll always make it work somehow. Things that you love, you have to keep forever. Um, I, I think that people are receptive to change if you are gentle with them about it. Yeah, okay. You know? And I can do it also through textiles, all kinds of textiles. If you have a as I, I was talking about white on white on white, but mm -hmm. I also have people who like a, a terracotta sofa. Yeah. So if you have a terracotta sofa, what kind of pillows are you going to put on? So right. I pull in a lot of textures. It can be mm -hmm. a, a boucle. Boucles are huge right now. Everything you see in every magazine is a boucle. Okay. And um, that's a fabric that it, that looks kind of like, you probably know what it is. Yeah, I do. But the like listeners... Kind of but the listeners yeah. will want to know. Yeah. Kind of looks like it has little bubbles all over it. Um, but it's, you know, it's a different thing. It's a texture. It's a texture. Um, it's three-dimensional, really. It is. It's yeah. Is. Tell um, me, this is a question I've been asked a lot. And I mean, fashion, so I don't know why I'm asked this, but I am. A lot of people ask me about their home and decorating. And the, the bigger house I had, especially when I was there, because it was more totally me, full out, blown out me, but it, they've asked me in their bedrooms uh, and they don't want to have a painting behind their bed. What do they do? And often I said, well, you could wallpaper, you could paint, uh, but just remember, keep in mind the size of your room, because if you paint, paint is going to bring that room, that wall forward. So it depends on if you're trying to cozy it up or not draw attention to how small it is. What is your say on that? Well, behind beds. <laughs> no, first of all, I hate uh, accent walls. If you're going to paint a room, paint the room or paint the area, don't do an accent wall. Some okay. There's a lot of accent walls, but I'm not. Okay. Um, I think I have done tiny little rooms in dark, dark colors yes. and, then, and then made it transcend with lighting. So that changes it a whole lot. I've also done uh, huge rooms in light colors 
and brought it in by using textiles on the furniture. So I think it all depends on the light and the space. It really, really does. And a lot of the rules that, that were started in the they don't way back get it. don't exist don't exist anymore. Yeah. And I think that having a a room with dark colors that is very small, it's very cozy and yeah. yummy. Mm -hmm. Very zen. You can have a beautiful kind of zen room. Mm -hmm. I've even seen people paint paint their rooms and paint their ceilings yeah. darker actually darker than the walls yeah. and you'd be I was surprised at how it actually lifted the walls yeah. and made the I don't know it just made for a totally different experience in the room than when it was all the and white you feelings know, off are a white. whole thing feelings yeah. are a whole thing if you yeah. do if, if you want to do a room and also molding if you yeah. want a real modern look what you're going to do is you're going to paint your moldings the same color as everything else in the room right but all the way to the top Way to the bottom. Well, I'm glad you, I'm actually glad you said that about accent walls because I've never been a fan myself. Yeah. I, I always think it looks odd, you know. Well, it's like, I, I uh, think it looks big for a while, but I think mm -hmm. if, you, if you love a color, just do the whole thing. Yeah. That's it. Do you do, I went to a woman's home, but it's been a while. It's been about you know, five years ago, five or six years ago when I first saw it. And in her rooms, the painter had painted the same color, but different tones of that color yeah. in the yeah. same room. And then going into the next room would pick up yet another tone of that color. Right. Let's say it's living room, when there were so many living room, dining room, kitchen, all one room, that's right. Uh, what he did to their house. And I wondered right. if they were still doing that or is not. Well, I think that was, um, I used, I was a stylist for a long time and I yeah. did that back then and drove the painters absolutely crazy because the tone, you just go down one hue and it, they could, they could hardly tell what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think you don't have to do that anymore. I think there are okay. other ways of doing it. I, well, the light does it naturally. You know, that's what that's my exactly husband. exactly right. The light in our, does it naturally. Yeah. My, my so husband like, brought that to my attention when we uh, bought our, uh, when we had this house, I was thinking about doing it. And he goes, no, the light does it anyway, because this house has a whole lot of light. Well, all of our houses have, but this one particularly, and it's smaller, so I needed that. And the floors are lighter, so he really didn't want to paint walls, mid-tones that reflect off of each other. We kept our walls light. Yeah, which is and, lovely. Which keeps it light, but I, I just wondered if that was a thing, to take the blue and do different colors of blue in the same room. Um, I think that if you wanted to do that, but like you said, Melody, I, I honestly think now you can do that with lights. You can either yep. do it with lamp lighting, lights, or you can do it the sun. You know, it, it, yes. it kind of does it on its own. Yeah. Right? I see here also, and I know you mentioned it, but I'm going to bring it out a little bit stronger, is that you did design textiles yes. and uh, actually created trends yourself in... Yeah in that, in textile, and yeah. you um, 
have created fabric lines. That's very interesting to me because to me, again, just like it is in clothing, I my love for fabric has grown so much after being, after having been in that fashion industry for 28 years. I grew when I started, I was in juniors and then I moved into designer. Mm-hmm. And I I just love fabric you know, beautiful fabrics. And I like natural fibers. And I know they have a lot of polys now that aren't like the old polys, but I'm all into sustainable as well. Mm -hmm. And, but I just love silk and cotton and linen. You know, I love. Those are always going to be the easiest to clean, the easiest to take care of only because they're natural fibers. Um, There is a process now called, um, God, it just popped right out of my head. Anyway, there's a process that they put the yarns through where you can, uh, it's called Krypton, actually called Krypton. And what does it do? It does something to yarns? What it does is it takes care of the yarns. And when you um, turn the the yarns into a fabric, it becomes very strong and it will um, take care of anything you have to offer. If you spill something on it, it it just goes away. And it doesn't so change called, its biodegradability no, or anything. No, it's still sustainable. Anything. Okay. Still perfectly fine. Um, Sounds great. But, yeah, so what kind of fabrics are your favorite? And what about colors? Tell me what you love and tell me what, what you a, see is trending. You can tell me that right. aside from what you like. I have a client who has a teal sofa. She has a multicolored uh, room, but it's a teal sofa, a very traditional wallpaper, orange, yellow, green, purple, red in her room. It is the most gorgeous room. You walk into her dining room and we have an oriental rug on the floor. She has a an orange chest on one side, a John Richard chagrin chest on the other side so it's about texture it's about color and it is absolutely fabulous i love 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 this space sounds gorgeous it's it is beautiful pictures when it's done i want to see it i want to see your work and i want to see your fabrics yeah and then um and then another space that i've done lately is um, it's all like I said, it's all tones of white, but it's the most beautiful thing because it doesn't look like an uncomfortable cold space. It's cool, it's warm, it's cozy. There are three children, it's a family. They even have a chinchilla as a pet, so, <laughs> which is, uh, I know. Works, anyway. it's a great accessory <laughs> and it adds it is, love. It's living, it's not on somebody's neck. Yeah. Um, and, but it's just gorgeous. And the yes. as I said, it's all white, but it's all tones and creams and blue white and yellow white and pink white because you have all those different tones in all of them. And when I was creating um, stories for fabrics, when um, I was working in a big corporate area and it was, I would create for the designers of that company stories of each fabric that they could put five other fabrics with it and create a whole environment. That's what I did for them. 
every single story I put together had a way of, of creating a whole house. And it was, this is what you would use in your living room. This is what you would use in your bedroom. And here are four ideas that would work with it. And these are the nice, these are the chairs that work with it. This is the, the way your lamps will work. But that's how they learn. That's how they, they learned how to work with fabric. Yes. I, um, know, I, I kind of miss that, that those days because what I was doing is training and teaching and I love to do that. I yes. Love to teach people. And yes. in my new job, everybody comes to me when somebody's sort of anxious about a fabric and they can't find something. Work together finding something. Yeah, yeah, it sounds very I mean, resourceful. I would still be doing textiles if they hadn't all gone to China or wherever they went because I was yeah. trained. I was trained in Sylacauga, Alabama, to design textiles. So, and I yes, yeah. yes, I saw that. Yeah. I uh, saw I that you were in Alabama and you also lived in Alaska and Germany and all over the United States. And my sister Penny also, her husband was a colonel in the Air Force and she also lived in Alaska and mm -hmm. Germany and many other places. Not, uh, she was born in Missouri and uh, moved up all around the world and actually loved her job. Now, how do you say you're, you're where you were the textile designer, Salakuga. Oh, where I they they taught me Silicaga. Silicaga, Alabama. Okay. Jim Neighbors. Remember Jim Neighbors? Yes. Yes. He claimed the fame. He was born there. Oh, how cool. Yeah, he was a good actor. Absolutely. Well, tell me. They trained me there. I'd like to just to clarify what what would you say the trends are? now for uh, color and furniture and interior design, okay. just so our listeners, just to know what the trends are. Okay, if you pick up any of the shelter magazines today, which would be El Decor or Veranda yeah. or House Beautiful, you're gonna see lots of traditional spaces. Mm -hmm. So traditional is back, Yeah. however, when I talk to young people who are putting their homes together, they a lot of them don't want tradition. Right. They want modern. So depends on the generation, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, however, then they want to do a very modern space, but would like to put a traditional rug with it. So they do have one toe in tradition. I think okay. one of the complaints is they don't want to take their mother's dining room table or they don't want to use their grandma's silver. Right. They want their own style. No, they don't. They don't so want. I would say um, gray is still a color that's in. White is in. What was the other color? Gray. Gray is still gray, there. Yeah. Gray We're is still in. Still white. Still, yeah, still wandering around. There's, Gray, there's white, there's beige. So it's all the neutral. But we are getting people to pick brightly colored pillows. And I've done watch silk pillows. I've done pillows that are textured with a boucle or some 
kind of a woolly fabric. Um, so each thing is. I think in the rug, are they sticking with the grays or are they going for color in the rugs? Um, if you're, if, if you're doing a home that's slightly traditional with a couple of traditional pieces and other, they will do color. Otherwise they'll do gray or, yeah. or blues, mm -hmm. I would say blues, grays, or soft whites. You know, it's, it's kind of, things are kind of mixed up right now because of the, I really think it's because of the pandemic. I do too. I do too. I think, I think they stayed at home so much that when they were home and they're very, very modern, very, very clean, very, very minimal apartments, townhouses, and homes, they found out you can't live like that. Well, it's hard. it's a mess. If one thing, if the newspaper's out, and nobody yeah, buys a newspaper is, anymore, but let's say if your candy wrappers or your pizza, your ordered pizza box <laughs> or whatever is mess, it messes up the whole look. It has to be perfect. And that was for when mother and dad were at work and the kids were at school and they were only home for dinner. And usually that was takeout or they went out. Yeah. Where they ordered something and they didn't really live in the house except on the weekends, which were bombarded with activities. So it just came to a halt. And I, I found a lot of people uh, funny that you would mention grandma, because I found a lot of people that had these very, very minimal homes in decor and their whites and all of that uh, making note of, of that, that they then decided they wanted to warm it up a little bit. Yeah. And so you saw them warming yeah. up things a bit yeah. with a this bit. and that. A blanket here, a chair yeah. here, you know. Well, of course, Pillows. It, has be, it has to be an Hermes blanket, however. Or uh, uh, when you were asking about um, styling. Yes, uh, yes. A lot of times I will use um, just boxes, any kind of boxes. I have mm -hmm. one client who buys a lot of Hermes because she has orange boxes. Yes. So her whole house is is white, but we have orange in there too. And now we have yes. many, many, uh, many, many, many um, orange pillows as well, because she kind of liked the idea of mixing her little orange boxes with orange pillows. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of something else. That is well, I had... Uh... Chanel, I had so many, like I was buying Chanel bags and Chanel shoes and this and that a lot back in the 90s. And my friend who had given up her retail to become a teacher and she adopted a child, she took all my boxes and used them as decor. And she yes. took all of the ribbon and trimmed white and black towels with the Chanel ribbon. Yeah, which is great. And she took all of those hard black and white cards and she used them as uh, around the, the bathroom, her guest bathroom as a, what would you call that when you do a trim on the right below the ceiling, whatever you call that. She, mm -hmm. she did that, used nice. those cards all around her bathroom and uh, what else did she use the bag as a trash can, the Chanel bag as her trash can? I mean, I thought it was adorable. Yeah, it must did. have looked great. It must have looked great. It was I, fantastic. It was black ingenious. and white and silver. Yeah. But that's ingenious. You know, and that's, 
Yeah, that's a creative person. That's yeah, very yeah, creative. she's very creative. And yeah. and the only thing I would have changed is I would have had all the all of the hardware in there changed to gold because that's more yeah. Chanel than silver. Yeah, that is one. But I didn't bring it up. <laughs> Good for you. And uh, so that was that. But but back to your uh, trends and all of that. Furniture-wise, are they moving away from mid-century modern or is that still a big deal? No, they come in and say, I want mid-century modern. And that would be something like Thayer Coggin, the company that I just mentioned before. You know, they have looks that are like that. Another look is that's very popular is Giuseppe Giuseppe, which is an Italian line. Um, okay. The, uh, uh, Rush Beauvoir kind of look, same sort of look, but you don't have to wait 28 weeks for it. You only have to wait 14. Okay. <laughs> that's one of the, that's yep, one of the that is normal. We're running into now, you know, things are just taking a long time to get. Yes. And people get annoyed. That's right. A lot, of, a lot of people who know that it's not coming for a long time and they say, okay, okay. And then they say, why, don't, why isn't it here? Well, because yeah. it has three more months to go. Yeah, that's what I'm finding uh, yeah. my, with friends of mine that have redone their Pre-order, home during yeah. the pandemic and, after, and shortly after deciding to do everything over or sell their house and rebuy another house and do it over. And they're waiting just, tremendous amount of times to to get anything but I said well you know that's just what you have to do you know you just have to wait if you want it bad enough you'll wait don't (laughs) go and buy something you don't want just have something in the room that's ridiculous don't do that you know no just just, you have to wait but that's interesting that there's return to traditional they still want mid-century modern and kind of an Italian and the Italian, I'm assuming, is a cleaned up sort of modern, like the curve. Exactly. Curve. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have seating that's almost on the floor because everybody who comes in here is very cognizant. They want their their seating to be a little higher. And 18 inches is your no, normal seat height. They want the least amount they want would be 16 because grandma is going to come and visit and she'll never be able to get up. So they, and sofas, sofas have to be high enough up. Dining chairs, sofas, stool. If you have stools up to your counter or your uh, counter height or whatever. Yes. And the, the chairs that are in the guest bedrooms, whether it's a comfy chair or not, it's not going to be comfy if you, if it kills your legs, all the no. toilets need to be changed to the higher ones. Yeah. And yeah. my mother comes to visit, uh, she's 91 and a half. And she went, when she did travel, um, even as, as late as last year, she, she, we had already had our toilets changed in here to taller, but when she started visiting us, she always had to have the higher toilets because in her assisted living, you know, they're like 19, 20 inches tall. Uh-huh. So you have to uh, accommodate people as they are 50 and, and because of, <laughs> you know, I'm starting to get arthritis and I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but get off that thing. figure get it off out. That subject. If, <laughs> I have to tell you, I, what I tell my clients when they come in is this is a journey. We're going to go on a very fun journey together. Yes. And it's, I'll, you know, they come in and they're so nervous and they're so mm-hmm. 
undecided. And we get to a point where we're really good friends. And in the end, the home looks beautiful. Of course. One of the things that has has been a real problem, I'll repeat it again, is the delivery. The delivery of things that haven't been, that we haven't been able to get things on time. Um, me think for a second what else um delivery that's the only thing they like the end result that. and they like they the process it. with you they and they love the process i and you and you've I, edged them into some print they might not have selected exactly. or some color and it's and and, and it's and the their, most joy it's the most joy that it I is have. i love what i do i just adore yes. what i do i don't adore What's happening with the delivery? I know I keep repeating myself. No, but you're not. You're it's just been very, very difficult because sure, just don't understand. They say, "Well, okay, the pandemic's over. It's not over yet." No, Especially it's not. Town, now we have a war. With everything yeah. we have a war. Yes, so, and the pandemic isn't over. It's just here to stay. And anything you go to do, you have to be cognizant of the fact that you're at risk and you could get it because even if you have your mask on, if you've been vaccinated, which we have and got our boosters and all of that, but it doesn't matter because those without, those with, everybody can get it. And I have friends that have a gorgeous new home that I have yet to see because they, they live several thousand miles away. And for me to get there and her, you know, I don't want to risk uh, yeah, well, that's I've got I've got asthma and she's my age, but her husband's a little older, as is mine. And you I don't, don't want to risk sick. getting anything and giving it to them or well, children or grandkids or anybody else. I just I have to say if if there were young people and it wouldn't have been a big deal, they they get well pretty quickly, the 30 and even 40 year olds. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about older than that. Yeah. And I just, yeah. 65 and over, I think you have to be careful. That's all you I'm saying. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. You're right. So, yeah. but And you're right. They haven't hired as many people. A lot of people have given up lots of their trucks and happened. lots of their boats to survive. The, a lot of what happened in the South with our North Carolina vendors is that um, a lot of the master upholsterers, Decided they were going to retire, and there aren't too many oh. coming up behind them, so they mm. have to train all these people. Oh, so wow! That's so that's kind of distressing. But that's that's sad. Yeah, it is. So, um, and a lot. But of I mean, I'm very sick also. Down. Yeah, and I also think they probably were ready, and they just never did because the business they never was did coming. They sort of enjoyed what they were doing, and, and then it got stressful. I wish their kids would have taken it over so that yeah, it, so do I. I really do. Yeah. Now they have now they're training people. Of course they have people there and they, they're doing all right, but they have to take from the same pool. Every yeah. one of the vendors have to take from the same pool. There you go. We don't want to give everything to well to Asia. We don't want to give you know, no. it's made in this country, let's face it. No. Um, what about uh as far as that industry is, I wonder what the um, percentages are in uh, colleges and universities today. I mean, I just thought the of this. Teach textiles, none, I'm sure. 
They're, that Do they teach, teach home ec? I don't think so. Textiles or furniture making or no, um, you, carpet. You know what I mean? Good. Like to even be the next Bernhardt, you know, well, to be the next Stephanie exactly. Gans. <laughs> well, I went to three different schools. I went to, first of all, I started off as a fine artist. So I went to Ringling School of Art in Sarasota, Florida, which was part of the South um, University of South Florida. Okay. And I, then I came here and I went to Parsons and FIT at night because I had to work during the day. Okay. And then I went to um, the New York School of Interior Design and took many classes at the new school in um, to learn architecture. Every architecture. Because, yeah, because that was one thing that I'd probably love to do at some point. Well, you had a similar journey. You may know Eva Maria Marida Jesus. Do you oh, know sure. her? Yeah. yeah, because she uh, had a similar journey as you. She has so much education, just like you do. I mean, you young people, you go out there and if you don't know how to do it or you see somebody doing it, you want to know how to do it. Yeah, and you we go always and, say that. That's how and you to. learn it and you yeah. do it and then you yeah. do become very successful. Yeah. It's just that who does, you know, not a lot of people do that. Go back so and I'm keep very learning. Curious. And, yeah. Yes. I'm very curious. I think you have to always be curious. Absolutely. I think that's and probably the, throw in the towel. That is so wise. Uh, and, I think, I, and I try to install and instill that in my in my clients. I want them to be curious. I want to teach them and I want them to say, go, you know, I send them to the D and D building and go look at fabrics, learn something, look right. at this. Unfortunately, I have to cut us off. I could oh, talk forever. I could talk blah, forever, blah, blah. Stephanie Gans <laughs> at Sevilla and New Safavia. York City, in New York, New York City. City. Yeah. And if you want to talk to her, you can Google her, and you will also read what I have on my site. I have to sign off. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming yeah. on the show. Bye we'll bye, do darling. this again. Bye-bye. Thanks a million. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.